0: Hi folks and welcome back to another episode of Reload Podcast. My name is Connor McCann and joining me as always are...
1: Lee Maxwell
2: And Nigel Lamont. Had to think about me in there for a second.
0: I, I had a slight pause <laughs> well I was like, what is going on today? It's Sunday morning, we're fresh as always.
1: I'm the one who's hungover. I, you guys should be alright. you on the sesh last night? Yeah.
0: Oh, very good. Well, Wednesday not on the sesh.
2: <laughs> you doing taxi were you or was it homebrew?
0: No, I was doing taxi. It was girls night out. Yeah. Always good. good. Always sensible. So... Last episode, uh, we sort of focused around, well, we had a, our quiz, which was absolutely great crack and good response <laughs> with a few yes, people. Yes, I think,
2: I think there's potential in that.
0: Yes, we should bring that back. And there was a few people that messaged me showing like uh, their results of what they had got kind of thing. Yeah. So, no, that's good. It's a good way, as you say, nice if we could involve more people in it too, yeah. which would be fun. We also had Ed Keen on who told us the tale of woe with his mini and the IVA session. And it struck a chord with a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've had a feedback on that from all parts of the globe, and the Americans especially are like, "It's the usual. Why are you letting this happen?" Kind of thing, you know. But it's just an absolutely incredible story, and thanks well, to the for his time. In
2: America, there's a wee thing called the RPM Act. Exactly, about beat, it's the same thing know? happening, like or so very similar. Sometimes things are out of your power. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, hopefully, this will be a bit more upbeat of an episode, not as doom and gloom. I don't know. My know, head hurts. Your head hurts. I'll try and carry it then. We're okay. good. We're good. Um, yeah, so we'll kick it off as always with what's new with me. So, folks, what's new?
1: Well, we'll let Nigel go first because ours is kind of joint.
0: Aye, we'll be jumping back and forward a lot. Chronologically, oh, right, okay. chronologically there's a lot going on.
2: Well, uh, Garage Shuffle, after announcing that I was putting my edition 30 up for sale, guess what? It's sold. Yay. Um, sold in no time too? Yeah, initially... Uh, the fella bought me a grey one a few years back. He came up to drive it, loved it, but he was having trouble selling his edition 35. So he says, as soon as I sell it, I'll get back to you. I want the car. And then um, I think it was an Autostat post. only put up wanted three door DSG edition 30. And a couple were advert or sort of posted on below. And I put mine on. Next thing the fella started messing me back and forth. Come up last Saturday morning, spent half an hour going around the car, done the deal. Goodbye. Can't be bad at that. Um, Real nice fellow to deal with, and I think you'll enjoy it now, definitely.
0: Well, here, if you're looking at a clean OEM example, that's, that's yeah. the one there. Yeah, uh the killer for me was DSG. I said that, remember when I drove it, yeah. and I've said to Lee for, what, 10 years now about like wanting a Mark V with a Mark V GTI with DSG, and I, I don't know what it is. It's in my head. I'm like, I have this white... Cloth interior DSG, but every time I drive a DSG, I'm like, meh.
2: You drove it without the gearbox remap? Yes. It was much improved, and that helped it. Uh huh. But I enjoy the engagement of Emmanuel. Yeah. Well, here at least you tried it. Simple as that.
0: Yet at the same time, in Lee's Superb, which is a totally different animal, obviously, the DSG is phenomenal. Yeah for as a daily it's an absolute gift but
1: it's just what you want it to be for that kind of a car it's not what you want it to be for a fun car
0: mm-hmm. although saying that you're also looking at two cars both with the sg they're the gti and the superb that are 10 years apart yeah you know true. so you do have one thing i couldn't get used to driving your car nigel was it didn't have the automatic handbrake which i usually hate but with the sg I was used to Lee's coming on as soon as you put your foot in the brake and stop it, like the handbrake were yours. I was like trying to roll into
2: people. Very good. Yep. Didn't do it. Sorry. Not so bad. No, um, DSG, it all depends on what you like, but as a daily, if you want a daily fast car, DSG is hard to beat. Mm -hmm. But if you want something to step into the weekend and go out and enjoy, I just prefer a manual. And then on the
0: other side of things, you have our friend Gethin, who... Hated DSGs for years, got at the and is now DSG mad. Yeah, you know it. It, it just really does suit suit the
2: person. Well, it does shave performance figures, like. Mm-hmm. But oh, you can't argue with it. Performance isn't the be all and end all things. As I tell Lee. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Anything else new? Yeah, a uh, small other topic was uh, last Friday. My. Good friends at Laric Buildings came out and completed my shed. Happy days! Yay! I tried to do a time lapse. I sent you it, but my body died. So
0: you know what? It was actually really good. The time lapse <laughs> yeah. was going well, and then just at the end, it died.
2: Yeah. Um. Happy man. Yeah. Very happy. Um. Laric Buildings have been great. You've dealt with them. Yep. And I think another three people once I put that on in Instagram stories have contacted Larry Buildings.
0: Yeah. Well, they obviously got the the seal. Of yours, haven't seen ours, and it just seems to yeah. be the way through word of mouth.
2: It's more the way Gary deal, or is works his business. Yeah. There's no bullshit. It's a good job. It's well done. He's always communicating with you. He's straight with you. Yeah. Bang. There you go. That's what yeah. we found. The, quali- the qualities there as well. Like,
0: we have no affiliation either. Like, any of the three of us have no affiliation with the guy, but when we first met him after having dealt with so many dickheads, like, it was just, it was refreshing to meet someone who was straight and honest with you. Yeah. Like, I. I think I told this at the time, but when we were looking for stuff, I was contacted by a guy via text message at two in the morning Yeah, that he would build me a shed, the frame of a shed, but not supply the cladding on the outside of it. And I was like, this guy's clearly blocked. Like, this was like a Friday night at two in the morning. That's cool. Yeah. So there's a vast difference there. Hmm. There we go. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, so it's up um, If I haven't said it before It's quality erection It's a quality erection, yeah I have an electric roller door has a small p- pedestrian side door Non-drip roof I got the f- frame galvanised That's uh, nice and clean looking, isn't it? Yeah, I had initially went for The sort yeah. of charcoal black But I decided to go green To sort of blend in with the garden a bit more oh, And you have I, trees and stuff around you I'm here. glad I have now, to be honest with you Very It's good. a bit more subtle So need to get it wired next, so wired, shelved out, car in it usual. Yeah, I've already been forwarded ramp (laughs) advertisements. (laughs) Nice. I don't think I'm going to put a ramp in. Uh, I
0: suppose it depends what you want to do with it. Once you put the ramp in, you're kind of snickered. Yeah. uh, Yeah. You're stuck for space kind of thing. I think if I ever was going to put a ramp in, I'd put it in one of the sheds up the farm rather than... Well, true. Yeah, you need plenty of space around it. Yeah. Very good. Yep. So a happy man. Very happy about that now. It's all changes in the Lamont household.
2: Yeah. All changes in the McCann Maxwell houses. Tell us more. There is, aye. <laughs> Lee, do you want to kick off?
1: No, you go ahead.
2: Well, speaking of ramps,
0: we have a ramp. We have a ramp. Thank you. God. After, well, I will say, after like a couple of years of talking about it, we've been talking about January for about 15 years. Yeah. And it just has never been the right time or money wise or having space. Like we had the original workshop. And the floor in it was laid in the 60s. Mm-hmm. It was a hand-laid floor. We have no idea what strength the concrete is, nor no idea what depth it is. And it wasn't going to start coring through and stuff. And you have no real head height, so it was all kind of against you, why we never did it in the first place.
1: We actually talked about doing a pet up there rather than a ramp, because we thought so it made more sense.
0: Yeah. Which actually probably wouldn't be a bad job still. We didn't but need the head height. So, yeah, we pulled the trigger, and we were the proud owners of our four-ton ramp. We are. So... It's uh, it's so fancy. It's got its work out already. So when the guy come on Friday and installed it, he says to me, have you got a car I could put on to test it out? And I'm like, yeah. So I had noticed the exhaust tip on the Bora was sitting quite low during the week. And the way they work is probably a bit like your um, Mark V's, Nigel. You have like the back box sits across the car. Mm-hmm. So the tips come out of the side and then turn 90 degrees towards the back. So if the, if you slack the clamp off, you can adjust the height of the tip. It had dropped by about four or five inches. So I was like, what the hell's going on with this? And I initially thought it was like a broken rubber or something. So when I got under it, it was a clamp had let go. But it was like, do you know those? Um, do you know the clamps? They're like a flat. They're not a U-bolt style one. They're like a flat one. You put an Allen key into. They're near like a big oh, heavy-duty Jubilee clip. You'll see them on some exhausts. Uh Mechalower Yes. Those had rotted. So they're the, normally stainless yeah they were stainless so the, the back side of like well sorry the front side where the road dirt would kick up on them it was at that point and all three of them had actually rotted through and that's why I let go because I thought oh just in case tighten it up and look <laughs> there's no, there's no the sides out there <laughs> so uh, we just left it on the ramp on Friday went into town grabbed a couple of U-bolt style clamps and that was the first job on the ramp which was good and then shop um, locally. Eh? Shop local was quite difficult, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, that, that's been good. The ramp was
2: the Ramp was good. It's was just getting a tour of it
0: there. Yeah, it's that's such a nice colour too. It's like a dark grey colour on it. Um yeah, very, very happy. Very happy with the service, very happy with the ramp. It's more than earned us keep already. Yeah. Um uh, I was gonna say what we were already doing on the ramp, but I need to jump back in time a bit. Yeah. So last Saturday, um, We've talked before. Lee's Jetta needs a new gearbox. Does um, so. There was a
2: whole lot of while you're in there.
1: Yeah, you and Stefan are like bad people. Yeah.
2: Always knew that. <laughs> yeah. Why is this a surprise to you?
0: <laughs> so the engine needed to come out. It did,
1: and it has.
0: Yeah, it doesn't need to come out to swap the box, but it makes life a lot easier, and it's an easy engine to take out.
1: And then it, well, you know, while you're doing that. Might as well do do the timing belt and this kind of thing. So then it made sense to take the engine totally out, which is fine, which we've now done. So I wanted to do like a small little tidy up of the engine bay. Yeah. That was it. Just... That's what we're doing. (laughs) Shut up, you. (laughs) (laughs) There's, There's one bracket in particular. There's this like superfluous bracket on the right hand side. It's obviously something to do with the original engine. I've no idea what it was for. And it now obviously serves no purpose and it's just sticking out of the side of the thing for no reason. But then if you start cutting brackets off, then you're going to have to paint the whole bay. So, why not cut some more stuff and smooth some more little bits and fill in some more little holes while you're doing that. And then why not, you know, move the battery and some of the wiring and la, la 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 and now we're at I don't even know where.
0: <laughs> well, now the entire have front you the chromer
2: on Spieldale? I wish Spield Isle? I wish, Isle? Isle?
0: <laughs> I wish we could get a good chromer, but nice. Um, yeah, so currently it's sitting with no front end off it, on it. We did work out it yesterday. We put it on the ramp. We did. Um, Borley landed round. So Borley, shout out
1: to Borley, absolute legend.
0: As always, he is more than welcome because he brings gifts of Pepsi Max and Red Bull for Lee. Um, Lovely, but he also landed with another gift for the garage. It was like. Borley what have you got because does anyone know Borley he's an absolute lunatic so there's no no one and he pulled out this box and he wouldn't tell me he says open it he opened it up now having done the exhaust clamps on the Bora even though all I had was a 13mm spanner and some exhaust clamps I was like I could do with a wee tool cart here you know to set things on 20 minutes later Borley arrives there's a tool cart for you (laughs) <laughs> i was like you're a mind reader and thank you so shout out to borley and we assembled it there and then While lee was washing the bay down with all grease and shit and the jetta and it, we used it flat out yesterday yeah absolutely great to have Brilliant. Yeah. It couldn't have been better timing um so yeah we we tried to take the wings off then because obviously i needed to spot weld some like wee brackets to carry the wire in inside the wings Sort of half dreading, you know, It's a forty-year-old car. You're like, what's going to be in behind here? Um, almost five hours, over four anyway. Oh my god! To take, take the wings, wings off. off. The origin- the part, the driver's side was original, had never been off, so it was buried in seam sealer and wax, and wax, and fucking all the usual shit. But the problem is, you're dealing with Mark One wings, which are paper thin. You don't want to bend them. No. You're taking them off
2: because I persuaded them gently.
0: The passenger side had been off before but whoever put it back on had ran
1: basically glued it on yeah with they, seam sealer they, so
0: no more nails well they put they put seam sealer behind the joints like where the wing and meets the body and then bolted it down so it was just glued on i was like how the fuck do i get this off and luckily enough borley suggested it he, he suggested heating it with a heat gun and i know seam sealer doesn't melt but because it was something someone else had used i thought ah, maybe it will you know oem stuff won't melt but whatever they have mate. and i did have done it enough just to soften it that it would take it off because i honestly thought we we're
2: going to cut the wing off that's how i used to get mark two wings off he'd come aye because so, you, you they they did have like se- it, the sealer in behind the, aye, the, between the
0: frame and the wing. the the, the, the driver side was a struggle mostly along the top where the wings bolt into the oh. bay the passenger side what they had done was down the door post and it was just like I can't get at this. You mm-hmm. have to be
2: very gentle along the top because it is very thin metal there. Like.
0: After five hours or whatever it was, I was like gentle's going out the window here. <laughs> but <laughs> past the big hammer. Yeah. It did get them off, which was good. Yeah. Um just a lot longer than I thought it was gonna take.
1: But the ramp made it very nice.
0: It did. Yeah.
1: Because you could work at it at
0: various levels. You know, and Head height and You're not laying a cool floor, which is good.
1: At one point Borley was doing something under one of the wings and uh, he so it was at like his head height, but then I was wanted to undo the top bolts in the bay on the other side, <laughs> so I got up on the ladder <laughs> to, I, to take the bolts out. It was quite funny. I
0: have a good photo of like Borley's under one arch and Lee's on a ladder up the top, and it's like Lee doesn't know do if the ramp goes down. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's all been happening with us. I also put a starter under my dad's jeep this day of last week, and once again, I I'm yet. I was gonna say it's probably one of the most difficult jobs I've ever done in a car, but those wings were pretty bad. But it was a hell of a job. It was four hours. I that thought, was before the ramp. That was before the ramp. And then the, the cheek to said to me, "When's your ramp coming during the job?" And I says, "Oh, it'll be here next week." Oh fuck! If I'd have known that, I'd have waited. And I was like, "You've hounded me to do this." <laughs> <All> right, cheers, <laughs> cheers for that. But oh, it was, it was like in a big pickup. You kind of think to yourself, right, it'll be down low. There's a frame on it. You can get in round things. Everything's big and open. Nah, it was like. You were trying to work between the inner wing and the like the frame, the the chassis leg of the frame, and try and get two hands. It was like, well, you'll know, calves, Calving. hands up in to pull out. Lovely. It was like that, only metal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was fun as well. So you need a aid, do you? And pretty much, yeah. You don't have to pull the fucking starter out with a chain. <laughs> um. So that was a fun job, but yeah, that's that's as much as I've been doing. Just Working away at the Jeddah, my dad's shit, and our ramp as well. You've been up to some escapades this week. I have. The right visiting.
1: I was. Um, I was over in Scotland this week for work, as I do from time to time, and got a wee message from a friend of ours, friend of the podcast, uh, Terry Quinn, who lives in Scotland, obviously, and she had texted me, actually, about the, the topic we had the previous episode, um, about the MOT... And the IVA, all that. Yeah, she was one of the stuff. angry ones about it. She was so mad about it, rightfully so. And uh, then she had said, you know, oh, let me know next time you're over. And she would said to me before, you know, you should call in and stuff. And I said, well, funny you should say. I'm actually here now. So Thursday evening on my way back down to the boat, I uh, called in with her for a couple hours, had some tea, talked some shit. Seen some projects. Saw some of her project cars. She is uh, about... She's a bit further on than me, but she's doing the same kind of thing. She has the Bay of the Del Sol fully stripped and smoothing and all this kind of stuff. So so she
0: feels the pain. She had (laughs) talked before on the episode when we had her on about her next move was possibly a turbo swap. Nice. And that's what she's doing. Yeah. So I saw the turbo. And the manifold.
1: And the manifold, which is like a big bag of snakes. It's class looking. Yeah. (laughs) So shout out to Terry. Thank you very much again for the uh, company and tea. Is that using tour of the garage?
0: Before we move on, a few of our listeners have been up to some crazy shit as well. Have you noticed uh, on social media? We had, Is this hashtag up prep? Well, we had Cain Don for a start. Was at the Monte Carlo Australia? Rally. Yes, he yeah. was. Yeah. Photos on point as usual. Um, Corey Sterling was over at the Tokyo Ardu- Auto Salon. No, or well, I think he might have went dip, but he was also at the RWB. Yeah, he was uh, headquarters. It's just a crazy trip and. Uh, then we had Callum Donald, who like you are obsessed with his Green Mark Four Golf. I'm going to buy that Golf turbo Don't wheel. worry. Mm. Uh, he was in Japan for Tokyo Auto Salon as well. I don't know oh, was he? And sent me a photo of him on the I think it was the Shido Expressway, like driving along, and we were on the radio, and I was like, "That is awesome." So <laughs> oh, I always like so to cool. see where we're being played in a weird, weird, weird places. So that's probably Excellent. the most obscure. Um, yeah, so shout out to those guys. It's good to see people doing stuff like that and if you are doing stuff send us a few pictures and yeah. we always like to see what people are up to um so we'll move on to our news then folks
1: yeah
2: yeah let's do it what have we got i've got a few topics go for it topics not topics bits of news um first well mine is mainly based on rallying no uh, bad thing there so we're gonna move from f1 unless you've got f1 have you so,
0: uh, slightly. Of course, you have. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. It's an old F1. It
2: was just an Autosport Wee article basically saying Rally USA, a potential contender to join WRC in 2024. Very good. WRC has long held an ambition to secure a foothold in the USA, with the American market deemed a key battleground for championship stakeholders and a region with growing support for rallying. Probably a kick or a lead-on from Ken Block, etc. I would say so. Um, Rally's top tier. Last visit to the USA in 1988 when we had the Olympus Rally in Washington. Uh, it was won by Lancia and Micah bieson Speaking of sport last week in Monte Carlo Rally, WRC event director Simon Largan said that talks have progressed between WRC promoter and a USA regional government. The potential location of the event is yet to be disclosed, but it will appear likely a gravel-based rally is a preferred option. Uh, Largan on to say, I think by the time we get to the end of March, we will have a definitive, clear statement about our ambitions for Rally USA in 2024.
0: Um, the Yanks are going hard in
2: the motorsport at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, and on top of that as well there's rumors of a middle east rally for the same uh 2024 season
0: once again same thing yeah they're going hard on it yeah um, um that's the same with the f1 obviously too the, the, the yanks are mad looking in with it too and the saudis mm. obviously they're saying there's the massive support behind the sports and they want a piece of it
2: yeah i'll just roll on because my news is rallying yeah fair um on. On the another topic, basically, okay. WRC are developing an experimental propulsion class for the series. So it's basically going to be a a series within the championship that allows developmental cars. Ooh. Um. So I get alternative propulsion of methods.
0: You sort of think towards Group B. There, you're like, oh, wonder we'll get something like that, but yeah,
2: maybe not see, last year the WRC introduced a move to hybrid power and became the first FAA World Championship to use 100% sustainable fuel through its Rally 1 regulations, which will remain in place until the end of 24. As we well expect, these regulations will continue into 25, albeit tweaked in to include an expanded use of the hybrid power unit on events. Beyond 25, the picture is unclear as automotive industry continues to evaluate its future direction. Full electric, hydrogen and synthetic fuels are all methods for discussion that could form the base for a rally in the future. The WRC expected to announce further details of this vision for the future at Rally Portugal in May, which could include a new platform to allow alternative power methods to be developed within the championship. So, that'll be cool to see what it'll bring.
0: It doesn't sound like we're getting any rocket-boosted rally cars, though.
2: No. I, d- I don't know. This synthetic fuel thing, I think... You know, when when Porsche is investing big money in synthetic fuels that are zero carbon, they want to test them out as well. Why would people throw buckets of money into electric development?
0: Mm, true, yeah. You know, synthetic fuels could be the savior of this.
2: Yep, that's thoughts and prayers, please. T's uh, and peas. Final uh, bit about rally. Basically, is Ulster Rally date was announced there. Um, any rally fans in Northern Ireland? I uh, so it's been announced uh Newbury Bay the 18th and 19th of August this year It's going to be part of the British Rally Championship Series And the Irish Tarmac Rally Championship It We'll be 10 stages and 94 miles So it's not a big Event, mm-hmm. but it's over two days um, Always great to see Proper rally cars out in Northern Ireland yep. uh, As insurance Health and safety seems to Have killed off a lot of our Beloved rally cars In various shapes and forms
0: we're still one of those countries still, it's still it's nice that we can still do tarmac road rallies you know yeah. there's very few left that you can and it's obviously with the political climate here it's one of the few advantages of what actually happened is local councils can close roads and stuff where in england they can't do that you know you look at rally in england it's all
2: forestry type yeah. stuff yeah um well i think our same grace here is the Road racing bikes, yes, because it brings because in so much money. Most events go by and someone's killed, mm-hmm. and they look at and go, "That's actually quite safe."
0: <laughs> look at those guys, <laughs> a, a pinnacle, of, a pinnacle of safety there. <laughs>
2: you know, uh, when they do ban or when they, if they ever decide to ban road racing and bikes, then I think we might have a problem with rallying.
0: Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a sad day there. Yeah, but long may it continue. I'm surprised. I'm genuinely surprised we've got away with it for so long. But yeah, it's great. Uh, is that you? That's me Many of you got? Two I'll go first then You go first um, So
2: Lee, you love a good auction Sorry yeah? Before I move on Because it was a rallying topic Did you see this thing I shared on Instagram stories on the podcast page About the Monte, Carly and Monte Carlo rally and car footage Last no, week I missed that The people at the side of the road Engaging in Oh I yes. did
0: Coitus <laughs> Coitus <laughs> Coitus <laughs> <laughs>
2: Right. I was probably a setup up for a gag or something, but it was basically... A
0: well-set-up gag. Yeah, I forgot like what it. car
2: I was in, but there were, it was a night stage and it was just two people...
0: Doing what you do at night in the forest? Doing stuff. Yep. Which I thought was quite funny. I like it. Sorry, move on. No, I, I, <laughs> just when you say Let's that. Let's climb up.
2: back out of the, glo- the, gloom- <laughs> the gutter. Uh,
0: okay, so we're no strangers to auctions on yep. this podcast we've talked about before. Um, there's a car coming up for sale. It's not up until... It's a few days yet to go for it, basically. And it's Schumacher's Jordan F1 car. It's the 7 Up liveried one. Yeah, Mm. so it sold two years ago or 18 months ago, I think it was, um, for 1.25 million. And it's going back up again. It's only been out of the collection from it was sold to let Mick drive it. Do you remember he drove? Mm -hmm. Uh, Which is quite cool to see. I love that livery, the 7 Up, the green. You know, it's just really, really cool they expect it to go for anywhere between 1.2 and 1.7 million. So I genuinely would have thought, it, when I first seen this, I thought it would have went for more because mm-hmm. I think the original engine's in it, which is very rare for F1 cars. Right. Yeah. Um But obviously if it sold 18 months ago for 1.25, it's probably in around that. You know, yeah. It's not going to break too, I don't imagine. Um With the
2: economy in the gutter, it mightn't help things either.
0: That's true too. Yeah, like two years ago or 18 months ago, People had more silly There's money, money thrown over. about, yeah. Where now I think people are starting to get a wee bit more cautious. Um, but yeah, that I really like that car. I, it's from that era of F1 cars. I look at F1 cars now and they're huge. And those go back to like, you know, sort of small, compact, almost like a glorified go-kart. Um, but yeah, I'll be watching that to see what it actually does make.
1: Um, my first one, actually both of my news topics today are on a similar theme. Um, so... I saw this a couple of weeks ago. ZF, obviously the German company that make gearboxes and clutches and bits and pieces like that, they've come up with a new product. It is a heated seat belt, aka the heat belt.
0: Aka Y.
1: Well, I'll tell you. It's more efficient if you're wanting to warm up to heat the person, not the space. We know okay. this from building and yeah, this kind of thing. So, and especially in electric cars, it'll extend the life, or the you know, your charge, not having to run heaters, if you only were running a small heating element for a belt or your seat, mm-hmm. as opposed to heating the whole heater matrix and blowing, and basically wasting all this hot air blowing into a big cabin. Yeah. So that's basically the thought behind it, it's kind of aimed at EVs. Um,
0: so basically when you put the belt on, it starts to warm up? Yeah. Hmm. I can't.
1: So it warms the body rather than warming up the it's whole such car.
0: A thin strip though. It's not like the, the heated seat, you know, around you, like yeah. warming your core.
2: All I can think of is uh, on various social media platforms they're advertising these hot water bottles you can wrap them around your, your stomach. stomach. I just thought somebody's copied that. There and you so go. I will oh, we'll do that for a seat seatbelt.
0: Wonder can you retrofit these like a Mark II or something? <laughs> Those cold winter mornings.
1: <laughs> so um, yeah, there you go. Heat belt. Speaking of heating, it's really cold in our garage. It is. And I was, I took the head and was like, right, fuck this. I'm buying a heater. It's happening right now. I'm going to the shop, I'm buying a big heater. I knew the one I wanted, but the one that I want is only available in one shop and they don't open on a Saturday. So fuck those guys. So I called into another tool and hardware kind of shop. And it was like, I'm here to buy a heater. That you know, that's it. Money's in my pocket. I'm ready to go. Sell me your finest heater. Sell man. me your finest heater. So I walked in. This is what this is a, gonna turn into a rant. <laughs> away. away Walked in. There was a man behind the counter and a lady in like in front of the counter on the customer side of the counter, so I assumed he was serving her, whatever. So they kind of looked over as I walked in and I, we did the, you know, the nod. Dandered around for a while, was looking, 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 you know, just browsing. Looked at the Milwaukees, you know, as you do. Um. <laughs> always, yeah. Always. Nobody came near me, looked near me, whatever. Can I help you or anything? No. So, dandered around a wee bit more, picked up something that I wanted to buy. Um, went to the counter then and the girl who had been in front of the counter was now behind the counter, it turns out she actually worked there and so I handed it over and she started to, and it took like, I don't know why it took so long for her to, they didn't have a scanner so she must have had to type the part number into the thing, which is fine, Mm -hmm. but like you know, three minutes possibly to complete this transaction and I was like, really? What's going on? (laughs) Like, Why is it this hard? Um and not, you know, again, no. You, did you find everything? Can I help you with anything else? No. So then I said to her, "Do you do you sell haters?" Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was it. There you go. And I was like, "Thanks for asking." <laughs>
1: are Are they upstairs? I hadn't been upstairs. Yeah, I think so. Right, okay. So off I went to look upstairs, dandered around for a while, looked at a few other things I might potentially buy. Um, They only had one heater that I could find um, and it wasn't what I was after. So I left. Didn't buy a heater.
0: I, will, I won't I even say the price of the heater that Lee was looking at, but when she came home and told Stefan, and I, he and I looked at each other and went, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then I said to him, I'm not spending that on a heater, just so you know that I'm not involved in this. And he uh, <laughs> yeah, I was just like
2: something like that.
0: <laughs> he looked he, he was like, Are you are you actually kidding? I was like, nope. I'll the point called. of
1: my story is is it any wonder that local businesses are losing everything to Amazon and stuff because they're shit?
0: Not all of them are shit, but I do agree. I went in yesterday to buy the exhaust lamps for the Bora into local motor factors. Now the U Bolt style exhaust lamps are the most universal easy to stock thing and they struggled to get the size that I wanted or anywhere close to it and I ended up going oversized and just clamping it down for now to to do and I'll swap it out again you know because I have a ramp and I can do it anytime but (laughs) uh, yeah I was just like I come out and I was like the whole shop local thing we have some absolutely fantastic shops you know local shops we have friends who have them we're not shitting on everybody but it does really Put a sour taste in your mouth to the point where you would just go, Why the fuck do I bother and just buy things on yeah. Amazon?
2: You know, yeah. that's the way it goes. I guess there there is places that are good, like I I would use carried off auto parts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's guys that have been there for years. And it's hard to beat experience because they know yeah. straight away. That, that's the thing.
1: But that's what I was hoping for when I went to and this is like a specialist tool and machinery it's, type of a place. It's a big shop. And I was hoping for, you know, recommendations, you know, blah blah blah. But it wouldn't even look near you.
0: Well, the motor factors I was in, in Lurgan, must be open 10 years, and I have a few places across the country, and they couldn't give me an exhaust clamp. I was like, all right. And I went into the place, and it was a shithole. I was like, what is going on in here?
2: There used to be two auto parts stores in Cumber. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was a smaller one, but very knowledgeable. He sold his site and stuff for building, so he retired. Mm-hmm. The other one stayed, and uh, it, it was Decent enough. But then he started doing eBay stuff, like selling bulbs and stuff. And completely completely dominates his business now. And now it's just like, they sell a bit of car cleaning stuff and wiper blades. He doesn't really care about the rest no. of the stuff otherwise. Yeah. No. And, like, I know we've, we've talked before about Autodoc.
0: Is it any wonder that they're losing trade to the likes of Autodoc? Fair enough, yes, you're not getting it there and then. You're getting it 10 days later. But if you're doing plant maintenance. On that
2: topic, uh Jack's Polo, it's a two thousand nine Polo. The window mechanism went on it. Mm-hmm. I was thinking I was talking to you about this, was it? No, I don't think so. No, uh, went on a rainy Saturday night. Last Saturday night, of course it did. He phoned me at <laughs> half twelve to say my window stuck down. And I says, "Oh, well, stuck welcome, down? Welcome to old cars, I ah. guess. <laughs> and, uh,
0: That's not an old car. You leave that so alone. So the,
2: the shade came into its own worth there. He drove it straight in, perfect. Um, but uh, so the mechanism snapped, and it happens, and. Went on to Eurocar parts, went on to SF, Showing no stock whatsoever. Uh, so I paused this, and I just thought, well, if they don't have any stock, right? AutoDoc. Mm-hmm. ordered it at Sunday at lunchtime, and it arrived yesterday morning.
1: Here, that's really? pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's quick fast for
0: Yeah, yeah. That's I've always said. Like it's it's definitely the one for plant maintenance. You know, reactionary stuff is not. But like. The motor factors are not doing anything as but, businesses, but on, You need to adapt to different things and they're not offering anything that makes you want to come in.
2: But on that topic, uh, I was talking to Andy Maxwell about it, the Forge Garage. Shout out The Forge. And he actually priced it for me after I did order because I just, on the Sunday, I just threw the head up and ordered mm-hmm. and kind of thought the parts could got it for the same price as duck.
0: What brand was it? Same. Same brand? Because I was going to say, and I find. would have been next day. I find uh, window mechanisms to be... Dodgy. Very dodgy. Yeah. yeah. Because when I worked in a certain <coughs> motor factors years ago, I didn't sell them because I knew they were going to break and come back. So I was just told people, right, I was like, I'm not selling this because
2: it's shit, go bad somewhere else or try and get a second hand one. Well then you went out of Volkswagen's 180 pounds plus fat.
0: That's actually less than I thought it would be, but it's still not what well, you want to repay.
2: A 9N is 70 plus fat. So work that out. What the
0: hell? Must be a wiring difference or something in them.
2: It's wiring
0: cogs well well maybe is there oh, it's not the motor now, not?
2: just the mech
0: mm, i would like to know what the difference is
2: there the genuine will be much smoother and yeah. fit straight on now this one i'll get they'll probably be swear words you haven't fitted it yet no no oh, we don't envy that so next time recording i might have splurged 200 pound a genuine mech i like it i do <laughs> a full <laughs> door to swap over here that might be a bad idea just Go swap to swap the door. door. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Volkswagen for making a door mechanism really easy to change. Get them
1: you know, a, a different colour door. Like the in betweeners, it'll be really funny.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember doing a window regulator on, I think it was Brian's B6A4, and it's the worst one I've ever done. You have to take the whole top of the door out so that the, the top window yeah. frame yeah, bolts comes out and slides out. And I was like, I wasn't expecting that. And I was like, what in the name of fuck are we doing
2: here? Like, well, the Mark V, it's the door skin off. I quite like that system. Uh, the golf or the polo, I took it off to investigate, and there's four bolts here, there's two bolts here, take these screws off here, then you pop the thing out, there's retaining poppers, then that's the inner door card out, mm-hmm. and then there's another world of bolts and screws and...
0: It, does the polo door skin come off, or is it just as you do it from the inside? Do I don't know, you do it from in the inside. Oh, far enough. Yeah. Huh? Runt. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um... That you done with your aunt?
1: Yes, I think so. For probably. now, anyway. Yeah,
0: I'll try not to trigger you again. Yeah, I do. Um, my next bit of news. Then this one comes from Chris in Texas, and he had sent me to say basically he lived in Hawaii at some point, so he still keeps in touch with the guys. Hawaii actually trying to push a ban for internal combustion engine cars at the minute. So it's going through the legislation. They're going through the house basically to try and push this. Now it hasn't set a date on it yet. But it does say... Ban on new or ban on existing? On new. It says um, prohibits the sale of any new combustion engine-powered vehicle by a person or entity that engages in the practice of selling vehicles to consumers. So it also tags on the end. Imposes a fine of up to $1,000 for each offence. So the way I look at that is it's not illegal. It's legal for a price.
1: Yeah. Pay an extra grand and buy it anyway.
0: Basically what you do is you tag a
2: grand onto the price of each car... Internal combustion, folks. <laughs> yes. Did you see that video clip of the young fella getting stopped in his Hellcat in California? No. By the police? No. So you're not allowed to use track mode in the Hellcat on the street? Okay, all right. Had it on? It costs you 10 grand to put right. Uh, the car's impounded. How, how do they know?
1: Because
2: of the exhaust. Oh, right, right, right. This cop just knew it. I, he knew his stuff. He knew what was happening. I think it was thousands and thousands of pounds. They immediately impound it and then it has to go to the dealer and um, or is it or ticket whatever it is it's just a fortune so
0: there was a was it last year there was a guy in california i don't know if we talked about it or not had a hyundai i don't know it was one of the N cars anyway i don't know which model it was and it has a it's kind of loud from factory it's their performance brand and the police in california impounded the car for having too loud an exhaust and he was like this is the stock exhaust and you know it doesn't this is what it comes with. And he had to get a letter from Hyundai to say, no, this is the factory part to get the thing released. It was ridiculous. like. But obviously the guy in your story, the cop knew what he was on about. In my
2: story, the cop didn't have a clue. You know, it was just a, well, the cop just buggy. walked up the window and says, why, why have you got this car in track mode? Well, oh, straight away, he knew. You know, yeah. He says, you're, you're not allowed to use that in the street. And then he just rhymed off what was going to happen. Oh. It was just money, money, money. Oh, yeah. Nice. just yeah. see the fella's world fall apart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> world fall out of his arse. Oh, that's here. Lee?
1: I did say mine were on a theme today, so it's another one about heat. Heat. Um, do you remember we talked a few episodes ago about, um, I think it was BMW and a few other manufacturers are doing a subscription for your heated seats. Oh, yes. And various things. Um, so, Dacia, Dacia, call them what you will. Um, are having a having a little bit of fun with this, mm-hmm. and they're offering drivers of any car, not just Dacias, a free Dacia branded hot water bottle, <laughs> <laughs> um, branded as heated seat saviors. Um, they also point out in the in this article that their top trim Duster Jogger and Sendero Stepway come with heated seats as standard, oh. but in case your car doesn't, you can have this. A hot water ball Beating the subscription. I just thought
0: it was very funny. Good to see a marketing team with such a humour. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I might go get one. My car doesn't have heated
0: seats. No, it doesn't. Your poor <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah. I don't have
2: heated seats either. I do. Yeah,
0: my Edition 30 did. I, my Sirocco did, yeah. I love the fact that my 2001 Bora has heated seats in your not What are you driving at the moment? What year's your year? 5 2013. And she's driving a 2017 Superb. I like it on the
2: Bora. I think it's the only box that wasn't taken that car was bought. That's pretty much sleaze, but you can't get, you can't get a them superb in that, sport line.
1: In the sport line.
2: Because warm bombs aren't sporty. Exactly. Apparently not. <laughs> God
0: forbid you'd take it out in the
1: ice. The next model down, which is like an SL or an SE or something, has full leather and it has heated seat option, mm-hmm. but mine with the half Alcantara doesn't. It's stupid you like. can't get it.
0: daft <coughs> Um... What else have we got then? My last bit of news then, back to auctions. This one finished yesterday and was very interesting. And again, will serve to focus in some way. I'm sure. Bring a trailer, absolutely destroying the used car market single handedly. <laughs> um, a tornado red sixteen valve Mark II came up on us. Did you guys see this? Bring a trailer, UK. Uh, no, in America. All right. So it was tornado red sixteen valve. Mark II, fifty-three thousand miles from new, totally standard, fifteen-inch RMs on it, grey Recaros, three-door, usual spec, you know, nice Mark II, O E M, yeah, basically the O E are uh, the Mark II equivalent of your edition thirty. So how many miles? Uh fifty-three thousand miles, two-liter sixteen-valve, because that's what they got. Not the not the take ABF, did they? No, it's uh it's like a nine A kind of thing, you oh, know, okay. like a Carrado type one. I'm not sure if that's exact code, but it's that kind yep. of thing. Um. So yeah, standard three door Tornado Red, fifty three thousand miles. That's just f- that's a fifteen to twenty grand car over here. Yeah. You know, is for it? for a really clean one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're probably talking that, yeah. What do you think of Mel? Fifteen to
2: twenty grand. Oh, oh. In the dollars. Um
1: seventy five.
0: Lee's ridiculous quote or guess is much closer. It finished at Eighty-seven, no way, thousand dollars <laughs> plus fees. Some collector dickheads bought that with five hours to go. It was on thirty-three thousand dollars, and then just fucking ramped at the end. I'll never see a road, and no, it won't. And unfortunately, everybody with a mark two looks at that and goes, oh, "Oh, this made that." Mine's just raised price, raised fifteen grand. You know, Scrappers are now worth three and four grand. Oh, easily, yeah. So, I thought that was both horrifying and interesting. That. But that like there was one went for sale last year, something similar. Um, not just as much money, maybe about fifty grand. And I think when people went digging it it hadn't got the original engine and stuff like that, but the guy who bought it thought it had. But like where does that stop? You know? It's absolutely ridiculous. And as you say, it just takes one person, you know, some collector deckhead who has all the money to go, I want that. I don't money's nothing and you just yeah. buy it and away you go. Um the other thing when you think about it though is it takes two people to drive a price up in an auction. So it yeah. could have been two of those dickheads Yeah. Uh one of them missed out and saved a lot of money. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, so eighty Well you've owned a lot of Mark IIs over the years. Have you ever owned any in that spec? Tornado Red, three door? No. Sixteen Valve, no. You've owned sixteen uh, valve?
2: I've I've never had a sixteen valve. No. Yeah. Eight Valve Man? Eight Valve all the way. TD or PD one. Oh, yeah, At right. a PD one. Yeah. I
0: uh, used just, just eight valves. Your PD one Should was absolutely involved. monster. I can't see it making eighty seven grand though.
2: Yeah. Save the See Save the eights. Talking about PDs, <laughs> did you see uh one of the McAteer brothers is selling his uh polo saloon? No. Oh. Two hundred and thirty brick TDI green saloon. Is this the mark? Are the Polo
0: selling this based on like a Cordoba?
2: Yes. Ah, oh, right. It was at Dutch Collective. Really? I know. Or is it at Eurodraven? I didn't see either of he, he has took it to the Derby right now. Uh-huh. Um, he was selling, it was probably sold out, he was selling it a month or two ago, a couple of months ago. I love them, the torque figures and that. It must be phenomenal. Mental, yeah. Real fast car, and really well sorted. I think it was three odd grand. That's a cheap car. And I just thought that was a
0: sleeper. Even to buy that, it's kind of a sin to do it for what it is But like to buy it and take the engine out of it And put it into like a Mark two, three, four. You know, that's a lot of money in that engine That's oh, hybrid proven. turbo
2: diff everything in it. That would just light the tyres Every gear
0: <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what way you would you know, That would be perfect for uh, Four motion swap ah. Yeah, try and put the power down
1: Speaking of, have you seen all the crack That's going on at the minute with the Irish drag racing, straight liners Ben and those boys Yes what a calendar they have lined up for yeah. this year, can mm-hmm. I just say. And I am so tempted <laughs> to dip, take the They're not
2: just dipping their toes, they're diving straight in. They, they are. They're going hard on it. Yeah.
1: I really want to do it. I was saying to Terry the other night, I was like, the first meet is like the week before Dubshed," And I was like, A, will the car be ready by then? Because we're no. probably going to be down to the wire as it is. No. And second of all, even if it was... And I take a drag racing and blow up the new gearbox the week before Dubshed, because that is what is likely to happen to me. (laughs) But I still really want to do it anyway.
2: Test the gearbox out first. I'm still nervous about it. Check them out on social media. Was it Irish Drag Racing Championship? Facebook pages?
0: They had a Facebook page they got, yeah. um, But they did change it to Straightliners Ireland or NI. Something like that, It's one of the two. Um, Yeah, but it's good to see them. Like, Ben's been trying to push this back for a while now, back into the scene, and they're going very, very hard at it, which is cool to see.
2: On that topic, um... Drift Games are doing a Drift Bash, Spring Brash at Mandela with Jimmy Oaks, I've seen the announcement. Borley mentioned that actually, yeah. This is another
1: super duper exclusive one-off event, is it?
2: No, this is the norm now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know why LZ was coming back? He's not. Is he not? <laughs> well, I didn't see him in the flyer. flare. Uh, fair enough. He's probably coming back in the summer. And the big
0: thing. The man's got stuff to do. So well, Jimmy's not. definitely going for Irish nationality, isn't he? Like...
2: He absolutely loves it right here. About yeah. excellent.
0: Mm-hmm. I suppose it's something totally different. If you were yeah. going to the States, it's like us going to the States for shows and stuff. That's good mm. to see. Great to see all these events. No, it is. Especially when you complain about the scene dying. You know, it's it's nice to see it being pushed. The scene is evolving. It is. Oh, it evolving. definitely is. It's always evolving. <laughs> uh, just on the topic of Jimmy Oaks will we move on to
2: YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. Have you got any force nasal? Well, oh, we might as well start with Jimmy Oaks then, Seeing you mention it, I uh, have uh, one from Jimmy here too. He's—is it about Brian's car? Oh my god! Huh? Yeah,
0: heartbreak. I was—I felt for them. You when you're watching something and you're like you're in it. I'm like I'm I'm in the garage with them here. This Brian is Brian looks like he's constantly tired. I think the man is constantly tired. Yeah. Um, he—he's obviously for anybody who's seen this or hasn't seen it, he's one of Jimmy's. Oldest best friends kind of thing does a lot of body work and stuff for them. A spoon I think is taking over a lot of that now. Yeah, but uh, he has an E forty six white four door E forty six drift car mm-hmm. with an LS in it. Which did it throw a rod? It's spat two engines so far. Yeah, and I mean he has big money in these engines. There were Texas yeah, speed so
2: engines. The third engine after the second one, I think it blew up. this his first event. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy just says, "Right, you have mm-hmm. to sort of." Get an engine built here And just went down a rabbit hole To it was a fully built engine And he's used but, the
0: best of the best Yeah thing. well he,
2: he'd done a crowdfunding thing Through Jimmy Oaks They'd done a t-shirt and all yep. To help pay for it And it was just It was getting ready for the dino there And it was just Your man What do you call your man? Derek Does, Derek came Grumpy out Derek And Derek's brilliant Like he shows no emotions like, nope. And he just went He started up and just went That <laughs> ain't right Yep And then Straight away he knew and spent He spent two looking at it And
0: still haven't really and they've tried everything and they've had issues with lifters and it's just like they can't they seem to think that it's like the intake yeah like the valves Seen. were holding open and then the intake was leaking they're they're kind of like going through and sorting all these wee tiny problems out and it keeps getting better and better but they still can't get it and all the while you can just see Brand doesn't look like he wants to be on camera during it and he just looks defeated in the background just like
2: Towards the oh, end, Jimmy looks defeated, yeah, because he's then stripped that engine. A this bit sort of concludes Ian going, Let's stick it in the dino and see what happens, yeah. <laughs> because the dino you'll be able to tell with Fiona and you know what's happening if, if it's it. healthy or not, yeah. I don't think, uh, at the start, Derek wanted anything to
0: do with it, just with how it sounded. He uh, was like, He
2: sort of disappeared after three hours, yeah, just went, Nope, I'm not tuning this until
0: you get it. I did laugh as well. Was a DJ lift up his laptop and he was like, Put that down <laughs> right away, <laughs> he <was> like, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, It's a very emotional video. It's one of those ones you we've all been there when something's not going right and you expect it to be and it kind of starts at the start with brands like, Oh, we're gonna dyno it. I'm excited and then it all just goes downhill from there and you're like, Oh shit. One
2: of the worst things you can experience as a car owner, whatever you want to call it, or mechanic, is intermittent faults.
0: Oh yeah. Because
2: yeah. It's there one minute, it's not the next. It's just infuriating.
0: And it's nearly worse when you don't know anything about a car and you're bringing it to someone because, yeah. as luck has it, it doesn't a, do it when you bring it yeah, to that person. And then
2: after a day, the owner goes, Oh, by the way,
0: such and such done this. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's always that. Yeah. I <laughs> Three weeks into trying to fix something for somebody, and they say, I'm Oh, sure. by yeah. the way, there's this. Ah. I had that with a, a text message diagnostics one time trying to help someone out. And I was like, That's the end of that. I'm not doing that anymore. The end. Um, yeah, it's a good video. It's a good watch, but it's also it's it shows the the sad side of car ownership. He's
2: got a couple of good projects in the go. The uh, RX seven, the eighty six. Um, so he's, I think he's going to move on this week. He's just probably getting the drive shafts. Sort of yeah, that trouble
0: that eighty six with the the K twenty four in it. It's cool and throttle bodies. Yeah, big fan of that. Um, I have only one more, so I'll cover it, and you can go back onto your list um another one we talked about before it's a guy we met through heather and earl is Callahan's garage and at alpine vag for last year he had a 76 cadillac the big silver one mm-hmm. like this thing is huge nigel it's a long I, walk around it is it's a well we did it yeah it's a long walk around and it's bagged some wire wheels it's so cool he actually has it up for sale i think he put it up for like 12 grand i was like that's a lot of car, especially here, you know, mm-hmm. you can have it here for a few more grand, say the Rolex opener imports. Um, but if you look up Callahan's Garage and then the 76 Cadillac, he just kind of goes through the car and talks about what it is and where it came from and stuff. But it's a very, very good watch. It's cool over here because you don't see many things like that here. Yeah. I don't think you would probably get an indoor garage.
1: I love those big American boats. I think they're class. Yeah. They're just so big. They're silly.
0: Yeah. They're, like They're just ridiculous. The time of uh, money and excess.
2: Those are not those times. No. <laughs> what else have you got first, us, Nizel? Right, I'll just blast them here. Yeah. Uh, Hoonigan came back on there after the passing of Ken Block at the start of the month. Um, they done a tribute video where the guys were sitting down just chatting about it. All very numb and sort of not over, just don't know what to do sort of thing. So they done a bit of chatting to the camera, acknowledging it and all the rest of Ken's life. And then there's a montage, like a seven or eight minute montage of Ken over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's, there's going to be a foundation set up, uh, which you can donate at forty three iorg Um, just I suppose but,
0: it's, it's one of those things that they have to try and get a message out there of what they're doing, but they're obviously in <laughs> no fit state of mind to be doing anything yeah, the, at
2: the, the moment. The, the, they followed a video from the end of last year that still had the process, so it mm-hmm. sort of made it look we are going. We have, we've been numb the last few weeks, but we are going to start moving on here, sort of thing. Yeah we are not moving on, but, you know... Progressing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, that one's worth checking out. Uh, Top Gear done a video on the Porsche Vision 357. So, it's a celebration of 75 years of Porsche. And it's a design interpretation of 356, taking design cues. It's based on a Cayman GT4 RS chassis. And some cool wee bits and bobs on it. And it's internal combustion. It's always good. Good. so there's some styling cues on it that I think might might be used in the future in l m So good to have a good walk around the car and see what they're they're doing and stuff like that there. Um do you know TGE TV? Tom uh Evans, is it Tom? No. Uh the London guy with a beard. He has a lot of Porsches and supercars and stuff like that. You no. can some people can take him, some people can't. Uh but he does a lot of Porsche content mm-hmm. and in the last year or two He's been uh, Buying like 996's And Older sort of Porsches And Sometimes flipping them Sometimes keeping them He, he had 964 Targa That he'd done a restoration Through Rint, um Down in England Big Porsche restoration company um, Very interesting And detailed videos So he's just Dropped a video there About his 912 He's had it It was a bit of a shade When he bought it And he's Uh, gradually got the engine rebuilt, the interior done, but now he's dropping off them for the full uh, exterior rebuild. Uh, Normally his restoration videos are uh, very, very interesting, although some of his videos are a bit look at my new car. He's a bit too much, is he? Yeah, but when it comes to that older stuff, he actually covers that quite well. That's good, yeah. It's very interesting stuff. Another channel that came up on suggested was a channel CJK20 uh, an English fella um, just doing test drives with a lot of tuned sort of hot hatches and stuff like that there
0: that's interesting because most of your test drive videos are always new modern cars yeah. you know, taking stuff like that's cool no, it's,
2: it seems to be sort of people like us just have tuned their car sort of thing I watched a few of his videos quite good um, but that's me for YouTube just on a side note uh, I think I've mentioned that to you guys. Uh, the Mayfair Claridge mega build on BBC iPlayer. Oh my God. Aww. Absolutely epic. If not car related, but engineering uh, related. If you have not watched it, please watch it. It's three one hour episodes and it is fantastically interesting.
0: It also shows the work ethic of the Irish and Northern uh, Irish quite only, well
2: compared to the English. <laughs> so basically, you have the Claridge's and Mayfair, just best of the best hotels in London. The manager is a fella from originally West Belfast. Right, I didn't know that. DC, was Irish, DC or... Tires at the Kennedy Centre. Yeah. His dad owned that. Ah, right. Right. That's step that. up. Only got told there? that yesterday. Multi millionaire. So um, he's the manager. And right, so where their site is, they've extended to the side a good few years ago. But they can't extend anywhere else, so they have to either go up or down. So they've done both. Yep. They went down and up. So they built a four-story extension on the roof, and it's the it's the Claridge's Hotel. So it's the best of the best. Just unimaginable amounts of money being spent, and then they went seven floors down,
1: five I think down into the basement.
0: I and all while the hotel was still operational, yep. and you weren't allowed to make a noise for the for the guests, which yep. was weird.
2: So the way the hotel was built back in the late eighteen hundreds. It was basically built on a concrete flat base. Like a slab. Yeah. So they've, they've basically built, they got this mining company in from Donegal. Yep. Yeah. who are mining specialists. Uh, the, the the owner of it was in retirement. The, I think yes, it's he, the, yeah.
0: the engineer. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: He was the only one that they could, who said, yeah, I can do that. He he also everybody like else they head. took it to and proposed it to were like, no, that can't be done. No. And he no was
2: like, No insurers would touch I could it, do blah, that. blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. All, like all the- that program was missing was uh am turning around going, I'm too old for this shit.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's uh was a BBCI player that was on. Yeah. yeah, you can catch that. But it's such a but the way they, show. the the hand
2: dig these was it 70 pillars? So like pits, yeah, they're digging down. And then down. fill them with concrete to be the structural yeah. support. Yeah, they, they're basically piles, yeah, yeah, and then dig around them. And then they built like a spa and all sorts of stuff downstairs. I haven't worked on building sites, I know how noisy they are. And it was so funny to hear boys from...
0: Here, yeah.
2: I about you, sir? Are you alright, hey? Oh, I
0: yeah. And I think, uh, was it Colin Gallus was talking to this on his podcast, it was like, it was like some Chinese designer was coming in. She's all like highfalutin and all this. And some boy from here going, that looks well. Aye. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's, a, it's quite a contrast, but it's an incredible anyway, project.
1: Putting, the one that got me was putting that tar crane into the left shaft. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Mental.
0: Yeah. No, engineering. Like any of that shit gets me going. Like, But that was an incredible thing to watch. Yeah very very good a well great shot addition, a great addition to the youtube section i like that <laughs> i think i'm a big fan of that the f- the pillars took two years to do yeah like this was a project
2: that went on was it six years or more yeah, yeah. and like the it. fact that it was while the hotel was operational and had quiet times had to shut the site down it got too noisy yep. Covid saved them
0: it did because it let them work away, then. away yeah no it was very very good but yep that's that's that, Dan. Well, speaking of local businesses and local worth it, work
2: ethic, we'll talk about our sponsor, Studio 10 Detail. Yeah.
1: I was One actually local business who is not shit.
2: Yes. I was up with him this week, and he happened to have some very tasty stuff in. He had an RSQ3 in. I think he had uh, tasty snacks as well Did you brought him. Oh, yes. I bought him some of Newtonard's uh, finest cream buns. I like it. And... Uh, had a lovely 911 outside. Was that Graham Thompson's yellow? Yeah, he's getting the brakes done on it. Oh. Yes,
0: the yellow 996. Yeah. yeah, that car's class. Yeah, so that's something that Robin offers, is the brake caliper refurbs. Yeah. So what, did Graham go from black to red
2: on that, was it? I th- yes, it was black to, yes, red. Aye. Yeah.
0: And really nice job against the yellow. Yeah, that's the, the, wheels.
2: that's the other thing. Like, Robin's just not a detail. He's a master mechanic. Like, he can... Do all sorts of restoration and repair, service and stuff like that there. Yeah, we've
0: said before it's a one-stop shop that if you go to him, he can sort it for you. Yeah. Um, The name is Studio 10 Detailing, but it is not just detailing, as we say. Um, What else did you say he had in Through the Doors then? An RSQ3? We had an RS3 the week before. Oh, nice. Uh, Like a green, that... He said, I color. I don't know what has gone on in January, but that man has had so many nice green cars yeah. through the doors. Well, see, January's all the new cars arriving. Ah, there we go. Yeah, so. Insider in the business knowledge there. I like that. <laughs> yeah, so
2: as I say, detailing, suspension, brakes. Is
0: he doing the
2: car transporter thing, or we'll just yep, leave that out? Yeah, does tra- car transportation? Set, you know, if you need a car taken, or if you need it collected to be brought down to be detailed, or work being done, Robin can provide that service. He's and fully Rick insured re-
0: and wreck refurbs as well. He's your man.
2: Yep, absolutely.
0: So check him out on social media at Studio Ten Detail, and you'll find him based in Ballinamore, Northern Ireland. Yep, bring bring buns, bring buns. Man loves them. <laughs> <laughs> um. Finish up then, folks. Will we jump on to our questions? Yes, yeah. absolutely. So we'll get stuck straight in. We have Fogel underscore O'Reilly 26. How's Strix. Just a thank you to Mr. McCann and Stefan for helping me get back on the road. Yeah, he had a. He sent me a video, and I think it was a Snapchat. Someone had taken off his car on the dual carriageway with the brakes glowing red hot and sparks coming off them. Nice. Yep. Yeah. So uh, he had a slight. Little brick issue there. Up to re- Robin
1: for a refurb.
0: Yeah, uh, I think they were beyond a refurb at that point. <laughs> I think Stefan. Got them sort of with some calipers. I did not. I took nothing to do it except well, it was in the pool. Yeah, putting be, them together. I <laughs> uh, yeah, just the the fixer. Um, VW Donner underscore DB Daily's Reload Podcast needs to get a deer kill count like People's Car Podcast. Danny the Deer Slayer. <laughs> We have deer in this country, but thankfully they're not as violent as the deer in America. Deer yeah. in this country are very delicious. Uh, th-
2: Thanks for sharing the they're So
0: good. Um, yeah, Danny had a deer, like he always does on his way to work, but he had a deer and then had another did one. Danny
2: hit a deer, did he? Oh, no, imagine. He had a deer, 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 deer. deer he deer, had a deer. Deer.
0: <laughs> he hit a deer and then, I think it was something like three weeks later before he even got the car fixed, he had another deer. Very good. I was just like, what is going on with this, man? So there's a few good <laughs> memes there. I was Cropping up during the week which was just funny to see.
1: Luckily, touch wood, I have never had a deer. Um, You had like two cats in the one week, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I had a cat in the Mark III once. So I had welded a six mil steel plate onto the sump of the Mark III to protect it from the road, not from cats. Um, And I hit this cat...
2: There's a it, noise when you hit an animal, it's just a it thud. Went, it went
0: under the car and was before I was bagged, so the car was low. And it, I can only describe as it shredded the cat, because I found fur on the back window Like when I stopped a couple of miles up the road at the shop. It was actually, remember the day my gearbox locked up? Mm-hmm. It was a bad day, I had a crow and everything that day, and then the gearbox exploded. But... Um, a few weeks later...
2: There's a statement you don't hear too often. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, I had a chrome gearbox exploded. <laughs> it was, it was, was a bad crew yet.
0: <laughs> so Stefan and I were sitting in the car a few weeks later and we were coming past... It was in Tandrigui, we were sitting in traffic and there's a wee shop there and I said to him, have they got a deli counter in? And we had the windows down and he was like, no, I, says, I can smell food cooking or something. What's this here? <laughs> and we got to his granny's house and I opened the bonnet and looked and where I'd hit the cat, the guts had wrapped around the anti-roll bar. And we're cooking with the heat of the downpipe. And that's what I can smell.
2: Delicious cat yeah. good. Stefan's shaking the barbecue sauce behind you. I was going to say, he's going to selfie edit anyway.
1: <laughs> I think um, the only dear experience that I have had, which isn't doesn't directly involve me, but it's an interesting fact. My dad used to have a Mark I Jetta mm-hmm. way back 30 plus years ago when I was only...
0: Same color as yours?
1: Yeah. About two when we, when we lived in England. There's a photo of me standing in front of it. Um, I don't real I don't remember it, but I've seen the photos and stuff. And I think I'm right in saying, and my mum can probably correct me on this, but I'm sure that was the one that how the its end came about was hitting a deer,
0: violent English deer. Yeah. Um. have we got? Chris Moran. Question for the podcast: With the price of VW Phaetons nowadays, why is there next to none on the
2: scene? Because there look- were
1: none sold in the first place. <laughs> They not yeah,
2: lo- close enough. Never in a production run. I was looking at an auto-trader, actually, when I seen that. I think it's 25 for sale in the UK at the moment. I in the whole of the UK. On auto-trader, anyway. The
0: thing about them is, it's that age-old thing of, even though they're old and cheap, they're still expensive to fix.
2: Yeah. Uh, do still Ron.
0: get Well, yeah. You do still get that odd one. Sure, look at Gavin. Had the A8. The, was it a W12? Hmm. Um, It was cheap at that time. I think it was around 10 grand he sold it for, but... Like, when something breaks in it, it's not going to, you know, it's the price of the car to fix it, this kind yeah. of thing.
2: Although I think they did do, like, 3-litre TDI Phaetons and stuff. 3-litre TDI, the V10, I think they put in the R50 Jeep, and then they had a petrol W, the 4-litre? 4-litre W? I forgot what it was. Uh, Someone we know had a family member that
0: bought one new, always wanted one, bought it, didn't like it, sold it a few months later and lost, like, 40 grand on it. Oh, just jump off the bridge. Yep. Uh, job there. Yeah. Great job that. Um who else have we got? You can get one for eighteen
2: hundred in England the moment, by the way, just in case you want one. That's
1: they are class, well, like, hasn't given but
2: it's like two hundred thousand miles on. most of them are hundred and fifty plus miles on They've been driven. Yeah. Probably big
0: like ex executive type cars. Yeah. Uh cool.air.auto Noah says, Hi guys, I know I missed a question, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I had I had said in the past about getting a one point four six AM Polo as my first car, and recently found out the cars can't be older than fifteen, sorry fourteen years. I think it's a rule in the south for like insurance. It's quite difficult at that point. Okay. Um. So I thought about getting something interesting as a first car, and had to go German. The first uh, Seracco, the Seracco is first. It's fully comp two and a half grand, which is very cheap. It's not bad for a Sirocco as your first car. No. Um, it's a lot of money, but I thought it would have been more. What Are your guys' thoughts? I was also thinking Leon 1.4 Fr, I think that's what they're called. Thanks. Um,
1: I, I mean, I'm th- always going to vote for the Scirocco because, yes, I love them.
2: I don't know anything about those Leons, the new ones, do you? The what's right? The new Leons and things like that. they could be a handling car, mm-hmm. we fun car. I think it's a 1.2 Fr, is it not?
0: It could be. Seat are always that like more sporty side of the Volkswagen yeah. stuff, um, compared to. You know
2: the yeah. idea, and the only thing is, you, I suppose, it doesn't really matter when you're younger, you get a better build quality as you sort of move from different brands in the well range, like
0: yeah, you like you find that even the superb, like the interior is not as good a build quality compared to the Sirocco.
1: No, it's still pretty good, it, though. It's in nice, fairness. but it's just not as um, but Sirocco is the better looking of the two for sure.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, again, depends what engine you're going on the Sorocco. If you get, like, the TSI 2-litre turbo, you know, that's nice if well, it's a TDI. Well, going
1: to be if it's his first car, presumably. It'll
0: be a 1.4 petrol, Well, true. Although, are those are those Leon's not a turbo? The FRs, I think they are, aren't they? I think they're, yeah, they're the 1.2. They're TSI or something. If you I want heard. to go fast, something like that would be cool, because a map would be nice on it. Aye, the 14's a turbo, that's right. Um... But, yeah, I, I would have assumed a newer, more modern car like that would have been a lot more to insure for him than the two and a half well, funny like
2: jack there he's driving a year now and it's the initial insurance is dear but seeing when you actually move to something a bit more sporty it's actually not that much more that's yeah, yeah. That, that is interesting you know what else do we go for
0: in that age bracket I need mean, to have to think about that or send us a few that you're thinking about and we could kind of if we've ever driven them or know much about them we lay in good shout good fun car yeah as I say they're always the more sporty if you want to go fast it's yeah. The the grains, that's where you should be looking towards.
1: The problem is there too many have been felted up and then
0: Oh not the, the modern ones who have the the Leons. Oh maybe maybe they have. Them. I'm getting looked at. <laughs> don't just don't felt it.
1: It's the it's the problem of the Bora. Like you get lumped in with all the felt because it's a Bora. Oh yeah. Even though yours isn't. But mine's Mine looks like a TDI.
0: Stigma. Um well, so we got that dot silver dot wagon. The the Japanese ID has sold. Picked up a Civic. I'm 31, going on 21. <laughs> I like it. I don't even know what Civic he has. I must I must check that out. He had the B6 Estate. The a 4 was a Japan import one. Yeah, just never gelled with it at all. Mm. Um, I think he still pines after the Mark IV Estate that he had. Uh, it was cool murrayd d ninety one. How does one get parts from the UK without being bent over by customs? Send them to us. You could send them to us and then collect them. I'm sure there's people listening to this that know ways around that. If they can, you help. send them to your friends in Northern Ireland and then and then fire them on
2: arrange for their collection.
0: Yeah.
1: The problem is, there's a lot of places won't ship to here.
0: I
2: know or that's, that's, a, do, that's fucking the killer.
1: Eighteen fortunes.
2: <laughs> we were talking
0: to someone who I won't name in case it's anything weird and. Uh, <laughs> they had said that what did they do for shipping into the north from europe they were putting ireland as their address and not northern ireland is that what it was or was it uk and they were avoiding the customs member on the coilovers that came in so they're saying mm-hmm. kildare uk i can't remember what it was if they just put you know put the postcard on and put ireland or else uk but they didn't put northern ireland on it and whatever way it worked it avoided the i don't know how it would have because it would had stamping coming into the postal network yeah, I'll, I'll tell you who it was after and Okay, you'll we'll understand. Um, <laughs> uh, Matt Dobbs Photography says, working on interesting promotional shoots for shows, classic car auctions and also a big YouTube video. So he's done some really good stuff with them and he's done a few Excellent. shorts on Instagram. It was, a, it was an old, like a 50s style Merc, I think he had done, which was quite cool. Mm-hmm. Um, he also says Racy we 1.9 straight diesel that's definitely not racy. Uh, Six N two polo here, six hundred ding lifts it. I've seen the time I would have bought that. Uh yeah. that would actually a good one for, for Jack as well when you were looking polos for him. Mm. Somebody could put through a heads if he wanted. Well Jack's had
2: that car year and a half. Is that and he's had and had? I think you could probably get the same again if you sell it again. Yeah, no, that's a good buy that. Um Notebook No Love
0: says, Love seeing you guys progressing on the Jetta. Definitely didn't send me photos all day. Uh sneak. I'm waiting on a load of parts landing. Yeah, so he's got a caddy, Mark One Caddy pickup with a twenty valve turbo build. He Fish. he's a fabricator, does some really nice stuff. He's waiting on parts for, he was sending me. Uh FF Metalworks. Top non car related trip you'd like to take and why is it Canada? I'd he's love to go to Canada. In. It does look good.
1: Canada and New Zealand.
0: He's gearing up for a big road trip across Canada him and the wife that's with the jeep mm. and camping sort of thing so if you watch like with dennis's youtube or instagram you'll see a lot of stuff coming up with cool uh here's like now like no, this time we, of year uh, a few months time
1: all right because i was thinking yeah that's a hell of an undertaking in a canadian winter yeah i
0: think he knows that <laughs> <laughs> uh juniors restorations after listening to the podcast should i think twice about doing a chassis notch Nah, fuck it, go for it Be dead on yeah.
1: Just do it correctly
0: Do it right And, and if it's well. bold. at least it's 20 pound the dashboard always works Say nothing Say nothing mate uh, Don't just get the whole
1: side And then go Okay, we're done
0: Exactly Oh, I've seen that You laugh But you have seen that like. Yeah uh, Simon also says What way are you Hitting the guards Seriously considering Putting a wee wood burner in
1: As earlier discussed We aren't And it's and brutal it's horrendous
0: actually, I actually have A radiator in my garage In the house my dad has one too, like, Brilliant. and it's so good. Keeps the damp out, yeah, you know, it's comfortable. The We have a wood burner in the old workshop. I haven't yeah. had it in years, but when it gets going on, like, it's so good. If you have a wood burner in Simon definitely fit one, because it does make a big difference. Even if you go to paint something, it just raises the temperature, dries the place out a wee bit. Uh, we do have
1: a super sure, but... I keep forgetting about it. It's, uh... 'Cause it's such a big space, I don't know how much good it would do, but it, like you could go and just stand in front of it for a minute and warm yourself up, I suppose. Yeah. We should try and get that going, maybe.
0: Forgot about that. Could have been nice when I was freezing. <laughs> yeah. Um It's sitting right there. It's not hidden. <laughs> uh Build a Banger workshop where he says wanna have a chat about scams. So yeah, uh, yeah, I think I might have alluded to this but didn't name him, I didn't want to out him, but if he's talking about it, it was he got scammed bodily there. Do you know these like, parts selling Instagram pages? Mm-hmm. Like all rare parts and stuff? The big scam at the minute is what they're doing. They're cloning other good profiles. So say you were... Say for Toxic Nights you had Volkswagen Parts UK. They'll be like Volkswagen Parts UK so it looks very similar. Mm-hmm. They'll screenshot all your photographs, post them all and then obviously it's, you know, oh look what I have for sale and you're caught. Um, top tip for anyone and... I always feel like this is the, the, the normal thing to do, but a lot of people seem to get caught with this. Don't sell or don't buy anything without buyer protection. So obviously you have like PayPal options and stuff, and some people won't accept the PayPal options legitimately because PayPal can be bad for sellers as well. But I've just got the point now, if they won't accept it, I just don't buy it. I'll just get it somewhere else. Um, In this case, they only accepted uh, like a bank transfer or something. And then when he got alerted to it was they come back after having been, and I quote, posted. About two weeks later, they come back saying that we need an extra £200 for shipping insurance. Mm. And they would only accept it in Bitcoin. Oh, you know, that kind of shit. Like, it was just yeah. like, Sounds oh. completely legit. Oh, yeah, I was like, yeah, unfortunately I don't think you're getting your side skirts. like But it, just be aware who you're buying from. Or don't be afraid to like reach out to people and ask, have you bought from this person? Because yeah. there's some really good, legit people doing those but it's unfortunately getting taken advantage of Um, Michael K GTI age old question static or bagged I might be biased but I go for static because he is static Yeah. I was always static and then nearly wrote the car off and thought maybe bags aren't a bad option (laughs) yeah
2: Um, depends what you're doing
0: it does yeah it really does subjective um, I think they both have a place.
2: They both have their merits. They both have their issues. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, it's yeah. whatever. Whatever suits you. Yeah, I found issues in 2016 in England when I nearly put the front strut tires up through the Mark 3 Yeah. Yep. Uh, that was that was sickening. Um, he says I think it takes much more to get real low with a static car. Probably takes more to drive low. I don't think it takes much more to get low with them. Um,
1: There's a certain skill in setting up a car static yeah. to get the stance but there comes a point when you're just doing it to say that you're static yeah. in which case it's like what's the point? You know, air would be much easier and more convenient and yeah. if you can afford it, why would you not? When it comes to the point where you're just doing it to be awkward yeah. you know, to say oh I'm static, you know, why?
0: And especially when you're dealing with older cars that are harder to replace, you know, if you write off your Mark V Yes, it's shit financially, but I mean, you can get another Mark V. You write off your Mark One. Uh. What are you going to do there? Um, and as we've
1: discussed before, I mean, you can, yeah, you can say drivability and handling and stuff with coilovers, but handling now in air is so good that unless you are can block, do you know what I mean? You're not really going to know. You're not going to be pushing the car enough that that will come into play. Yeah, really.
0: And there's also a lot of factors in cars that people won't even bother getting the wheels aligned and then they'll talk about static and low.
1: If you want the car to look a certain way you know, you can do both. Um, But don't cry about one if...
0: (laughs) I spent a month setting my car up static like wee tweaks here and there and just getting everything right and getting it to drive nice because I wouldn't have driven it otherwise. At the end of the day,
1: it's your car, do what you want.
0: Yep, write it off if you want. (laughs) Um, Check underscore slow up. What's the best car livery and what Car would you want the reload re- livery
2: on? Just to start, I already have uh, a design done from a track car with reload livery on it. Oh, oh I cool. like it. I must actually dig out the photo but of Johnny Blair, he does say ah, yeah. uh he held the he had done the graphic for me. Get that done. But it's one of them things, oh ah, it's just you busy, busy, you busy know, and that sort of thing. Um Livery wise R S R Martini Racing B A S F M one. Oh yeah. The red circ red and white circles. Or John Player special, black and gold.
0: I always liked the TikTok M threes from the early nineties touring cars. Tic tac,
1: I suppose
0: to yes. Yes. <laughs> tac. I was gonna say that uh the Chinese were early on that app there in the nineties. Yeah. I always liked it. You guys reload on the the Poster with all the different liveries for the M cars, wasn't it? Before,
2: yeah, M3 champs, yeah, yeah, it was quite cool. I
1: like a martini, I think it's hard to whack. It is. Um, there's some class ones, I can't think of them today. The orange, whatever.
0: the orange Jagermeister one as well. It's I
1: quite like it. Yeah,
2: yep, check them all out. Available on reload, reload.global. There you go, I <laughs> getting it in.
0: Um, or the, the Jaguars, the old silk cut Jaguars. Oh, so good, yeah. All well, the cigarette
2: manufacturers the, I don't yeah. even smoke,
0: I hate smoking And <laughs> they're all so good <laughs> All the
2: Marlboro stuff and yeah. I've been interested to in see this track car every now, I like that Yeah I Get think it, it
1: would look good on like a big body Like one of those old British touring cars or something Or like the, what's the race series I'm thinking of? BTCC? No
2: World touring cars? No Dumbnail's
1: DTM tours? Oh the
0: DTM like Just a went everywhere one of those in Germany. Big square marks. Oh, like a 190. Like type a setup. black
1: with the teal, like the reload. I think it'd be cool on Aye. that. Mm-hmm.
0: I do like the teal. That's my favourite part of it, the colour. Yeah. Um, and lastly, then, we have again, Murray.D91. He says, Greedy, sorry, and maybe controversial. Second question. If in the future, we're exploding dinosaur fuel is banned and you had to pick an electric pick a car to electrify, past or present, what would you choose?
2: Well, if it's going to be electric, now, if we're going 20 or 30 years from now, you'd want big horsepower. It's a big horsepower and you need traction. Yep. But then, if it's dual motor, the computer will be doing that. Yeah. Um, You'd want a good chassis. Probably a Mark 7 chassis. Because there's no point putting big power into an older car. Yeah. Because you drive like
0: crap. Well, I kind of went... Any electric is going to be fast So you kind of go for what you like The look of I probably, but again you want The four wheel drive, but then the, you say that Swaps are usually four wheel drive Geo yeah. motor or whatever, I was thinking Mark 4 R32 And they mm. would actually be fast Controversial statement <laughs> um, Don't you be
1: so rude about the Mark 4's
0: <laughs> What are those? There's I'd so go many. a
1: big pickup truck Because why not
0: It's going to be fast anyway Yeah or the likes of I don't know You go back into like the
2: 80s Like
0: DTM Or But the problem like,
2: with older cars is The suspension to... Can't cope with all the power True you basically Very basic You're going to hit in the back of the head With a motor at some point
0: Yeah Because yeah. I was thinking You are know, like uh, Like a Lancie Rally, You know four wheel drive Box arch But it's Fast as You see
1: Mr. Bain was selling his Black one
0: Integrale Oh uh, yeah What
1: was that for I Can't remember I don't even know if it's sold yet, but yeah, <coughs> Roar so just cool.
0: continues to surprise me with the car choices. Like, right.
1: well, he's he's a big car guy.
0: Yeah, I know definitely, but you never really expect it because you think he's Mister Bean.
1: Remember that black one that was at Clean Fest this year?
0: Yeah, beside the GTN Iceland. That was so nice. You never see them. That's Peter needs to get his out.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: Um. Yeah, that's us, folks. My imagine, sorry, before We move on, imagine electric fan a B5 RS4, and how disappointing it would be to not hear the noise of it.
1: Yeah, that's the problem. Well,
2: I always try to
0: avoid shit-talking electric vehicles on this podcast. No, you don't. I, I was going to say, people Get will say in. I don't, but I could do a lot more. But <sighs> twice, I met a Taycan on the road beside here, on the wee twisty bends down the road from us. And I remember coming towards you going, oh, they're you know, quite nice lines. I don't, still don't like the headlights, but quite nice lines. And I kind of dropped the window automatically to hear it go past and then uh, went, sure, there's nothing. You know, you, you kind of forget that there. Cause mm. I would usually do that if you meet like a nine eleven or something. You go wonder, is there an exhaust running on? You just drop the window slightly and then there was nothing. You're like, oh, it's really disappointing.
1: I was behind a Cayenne Turbo coming off the boat the other day. going up those <laughs> roads out of the port in I Scotland. That sounded good. It did, yeah. I must say.
2: I was actually at lights on Thursday or Friday, and an S four pulled up beside me. The newer ones. Uh-huh. Do you remember the diesel ones that have sound boxes in them? Brand or Eila's one. Sound class. It sounds brilliant. See, yeah, it does. As you said the other day, it doesn't just
1: sound good for a diesel. It sounds good.
2: Yeah. And it wasn't as if it was just this noise. It rev matched. Yeah. You know, it sounds really really good because i done the the
0: three liter V six TDI in the A five. And when you straight pipe them, they actually sounded good as well, you know. So I wonder if that might be something similar where they're getting it from. Well, I think it's a sound box in them. Oh, is it a sound box? I don't I don't. That would make sense. Maybe mm. it is. I don't think they've done factory sound boxes. But they could be. But either way, it sounds good. Well, they need to put a sound box <laughs> Did in Did see can. a thing
2: during the week there that... Was it fate or something? Putting sound boxes into their electric cars to bring the thrill back into driving or something? Imagine needing to bring the thrill back into driving. When they're so
0: good, this has sold us. Nothing wrong. I'm saying, on. <laughs> here we need to wrap this up because yeah. I'm going to go on a rant again. Yeah, I have to go to work. You do go to work, uh, folks. Thank you very much as always. It's great to have interaction with you. Yeah. Between sending us, as I said at the start, sending us what you're up to, and then all the questions and stuff. We're meeting so up much in real listening. life. Or well, it's been a bit a cold for that this last while, <laughs> but we'll get there. We're getting into that. I was talking fun about season. Terry. Oh well, also true. <laughs> There's, there's a house and tea involved. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, yeah, so if uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast where if you listen, you get the updates from ourselves. And if you can share the podcast, it helps us out a lot. So thank you very much. Um, collectively, we are at Reload Podcast and all social medias. I am at Connor McCann.
1: I'm at Maxwell House 46.
0: And I'm at V Boy And we'll see you in a few weeks, folks. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>